Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United, I'm your host Matthew and today talking about Man United's 1-1 draw away in the Premier League against Crystal Palace. Um, very disappointing result, a very very disappointing result. Um, there's a few players to give big praise to in this game, there's a few players to certainly criticise in this game. Um... Yeah, it's just the way football is, isn't it? Um, I don't even think we were unlucky in this game. Apart from the penalty, I thought that should have been a penalty on uh, on McTominay. Um, but nah, sometimes you give away a free kick and a player of the name of... What was the player's name? Uh, Olis. Just can, you know... Do something special from what was that thirty yards or something? Um, sometimes that just happens in football, but uh, that's that's the way of football, isn't it? You know, you, you get through a big, big win against your Manchester derby, against your rivals, uh, and then you fail to beat Crystal Palace. And that's no disrespect towards Crystal Palace, but which one do you, which one of those two teams do you expect to defeat more? It's Crystal Palace. Um, I don't think Ten Hag got it right today. That's one of the few times I've said that this season. Um, still love him as a manager, you know. De- definitely not on like, you know, ten arg out. Definitely not, obviously. But you know, he will get it wrong at points. He has gotten it wrong at certain points in the past. But we've still had an, a, a very, very good season so far. Um, but I, I thought we got some things wrong today. Um, there were some substitutions that I thought he should have made that he didn't. Uh, there were some changes that I thought he should have made that he didn't. Um, I think he left some of the subs a bit too late today. Um, I thought in terms of the actual team's performance, I thought we had a very, very weak, sloppy game today. And it's one of them things, isn't it? You know, rainy, I don't know how how rainy it is, but that sort of cold midweek game in London, you know, it's not sort of the best... uh, best conditions to play in um that's not an excuse that's just you know an observation about the game um but no i was i was very very surprised at the drop off today i was trying to figure out you know as we're going through the game trying to figure out what's going on why is it happening i think both from the substitutions and from the starting 11 i think tenog should have i th- think tenog should have started a couple of different players but the problem he's got and the problem anybody would have in that situation we are kind of low on players right now, especially midfield. Um, of course, you got the unfortunate incident that Casemiro got booked. He can't play against Arsenal on Sunday because of too too many yellow cards. Um, and it, it, it's a problem with like, okay, Donny's out injured. Bruno had a terrible game. If you take Bruno out, who do you put in there? If you take Casemiro out, who do you put in there? Uh, we we've got a very good starting eleven. You know, when when we've got all of our players available, we've got a very very good team. But it's some of the drop off from like you know, from Casemiro to Fred or from Bruno to McTominay or <clears throat> whoever. Um, so I definitely do think we actually need a couple more midfielders uh, or at least one more midfielder. Um, I was thinking of something during this game as well. You know, when Casemiro got booked, and I was like, why did we let Garner go? Like, he would have been... I'm not saying Garner would have been as good as Casemiro. Casemiro's been excellent recently, but... Um, 
because the thing is, we try to play McTominay in that position when Casemiro's not available, but McTominay's not a CDM. Neither is Fred, really. Fred's more of like a central midfielder. So we really don't have any... I mean, Martinez is a player you can put there. But the problem then is, okay, you're then breaking up the martinez Varan relationship, or partnership, rather. And who do you put next to Varan? You don't put Maguire there, because then you've got even more of a drop-off. But then do, then do you do the thing of, like... You put Martinez, CDM, you put Shaw and Malassia in. Like, you put Shaw as left centre-back and Malassia as left-back. But then you've got a very left-footed team. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it, it's really, really annoying. But, um, no, I thought... Uh, and we were we were almost, like, due a performance like this. Because I kept thinking, like, OK, we keep winning. This is really, really good. Uh, but, like... We started the, the first, like, even the first five, ten minutes. I was like, nah, there's, there's something just not right about this performance. And there's, like, sloppy passing. We're really slow and sluggish and just really weak in the performance. Um, <clears throat> I mean, what's what's the answer? Is it because, you know, we had a big game on... I mean, that game was on Saturday and it's now Wednesday. So that is three days off. I say days off, obviously days of not playing a full 90-minute game. Um... But, yeah, I can't really work out what the what the reason was. I don't think it was the mentality of this team. The mentality seemed to mostly be there. Maybe the mentality wasn't as strong as it had been in the previous games. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it was very, very disappointing. Very, very disappointing today indeed. Um, we have a new player, of course, to talk about as well. Weghorst, I believe, is his name. I was going to say Weghorst, but there is a bit of an accent to his name. A bit like Martial. His name is Martial, not, you know, Marshall. Um... My thoughts on Weghorst, um, I don't really know a lot about him. I know he plays for Besiktas and he was on loan from Burnley or something like that. He was fine. I thought he didn't really quite fully get himself involved in the game. Um, I, although it's his first, like, because he's been playing for Besiktas. I'm not sure what league they're in, but uh, he's having to obviously adjust back, back to the Premier League because he, he was playing in the Premier League before, so... Um, he had the header, which went off target, but I, I wasn't expecting like a 10 out of 10 performance. This was more kind of figuring out like his role in the team, I suppose. Um, which, again, it's good to have those different sort of options. Because whether you've got Rashford or Martial or Verkost up front, they both kind of give you different things. But he got subbed off, which was understandable. Um, I would have still started him in this game. But... Uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it was fine. Like, I, I wasn't expecting, you know, hat-trick, 10 out of 10 performance. Uh, I don't know how much I want to talk about the players here, because there are a few players I want to talk about, but then we do have a player ratings uh, section specifically. Um, but no, just, just a weak, sluggish performance. It's almost as if we were due for this, like we'd been too good. Recently, I mean, we've won our what, last, what, seven or eight games or nine games or something. Um, we've won every game since Ronaldo was gone, uh, which is like post, that post-World Cup sort of thing. Um, so, what would that have been in, like, De- December or something like that? November, December? So there's that as well. Um, no, I'm going to save what I, what I have to say for the uh, the, the players in... Um, I shall say say some of it now. Um, I thought Rashford was very very poor today. Um, I thought Bruno was like weirdly terrible. You know this performance that he's got in him that's like really weirdly bad. Um, yeah, I don't think 
I, I, I mean, he scored the goal, but just because you score a goal doesn't mean you've had a good performance. Um, it's really frustrating to watch that type of Bruno Fernandes play because you know he can do some good things, but too much panic, way too many sort of like long hero passes. Um, says that as well. Rashford, I, I don't know what was up with Rashford. I, cu- I couldn't quite tell that. Okay, is he carrying a bit of an injury from Saturday? Um, it didn't seem to be a confidence issue with Rashford because he was trying things. He just couldn't seem to control the ball today. I don't really know why that was. So there's uh, that's the Rashford side of things. Um, I want to give uh, that's a little quiet one. A uh, round of applause to Wambasaka. Uh, in this game, you know that late tackle on um, on Zaha basically drew us the game, caused us to not lose the game because I think Zaha would have scored possibly. Um, yeah, Wambasaka has like turned into a different player. I don't know how long he can keep this up for because you can never be you can never be sure just because a player's in form how long they'll they'll be able to do it for. But it's like I said in the Man City podcast. Um, He's not only kind of improved as a player, he's doing different things. And there was a few situations in, in this game and in the City game where I was like, oh, he's going to lose the ball here. because it, Not because of doubt, but because, you know, the situation looked like he was going to lose it. And he ke- keeps keeping the ball and keeps doing things with it. Yes, he's making a couple of mistakes with different things, but um, I don't know. I, I wonder if it was sort of... Maybe the manager or Man United had a, had, a ch- had a chat with him and said like, "Hey, we might replace you in January," and maybe he said like, "No, I want to stay. For, I want to fight for my place. I want to fight for the shirt." And clearly, has gone through some training. That that's that's pretty clear as day. Um, clearly, has gone through some training, but has really worked on his game an an awful lot. And I I would say he's better now than when he was good before. Like the period before under Ole. When he was good, I think this is the better version of of Wambasaka, and the reason for that, he's still really, really good at that one-on-one defending, which he's always been very good at. But his ball control is better. Um, his ability to keep the ball is is better. His passing's better. His decision making's better. Um, so there's a lot of really good things going on with uh, with Wambasaka in uh, at, at the moment. Uh, I mean, will he have a terrible game against Arsenal? I have no idea. Um, I don't think that means Delow is out the team. Delow is currently injured, but um, it creates competition, and competition is very, very good, especially for a big club like Manchester United. You don't want any player to feel, you want players to feel confident and like they can do their job, but you don't want them to feel like, oh, you know, I can, do, I'll, I'll be picked next week no matter what, which was happening way too much before. So there's there's that as well. Um, I was going with the uh, through the goals and go through the breakdown. Of course, we scored just before half time, which is very very good. And I don't I don't think that we were good throughout this game. Like whether you were talking about first ten minutes, last ten minutes, first half, second half. Um, I think we were poor all game really. I mean, there were passages of play where we were good, but I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened today. So um, Bruno scored the goal. Um, I think it was Rashford got the ball. Sorry, Eriksen had it. He did like a one-two with Rashford. A bit of pass and move there from Eriksen. Veghorst sort of like made a run to the left-hand side, made some space for Bruno. The ball went into to him, and he scored. Uh, it was the only good thing that Bruno did in this game because otherwise he was terrible. Um, just misplacing several passes and all that type of stuff. Um. But uh, yeah, very, very good goal. And again, with the whole pass and move thing that I've emphasised before, 
if Ericsson doesn't make that run, the goal doesn't happen because then the pass to him doesn't happen. So that uh, that's very very good as well. Um, but no, good control. He t- took a moment to like control the ball and actually score and all that sort of stuff. So um, very good goal from from Bruno and a really good uh, bit of work from Rashford and uh, Ericsson. And I know I just said that Rashford and um, Bruno had bad games, but this was the bit that they played well in. So uh, that was the goal before half time, which was good. It's always a really good time to like take the lead and everything. Um, then they made a couple of substitutions. Ezzy, I think, is his name, was subbed on. Palace are a very like pace based team, aren't they? You look at Ezzy, you look at um, AU, and you look at uh, what's his name, Zaha. There's a lot of pace in that team. I mean, I'm not completely familiar with how Palace play football because I don't watch them. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ezzy is pretty good from from what I understand. Then we made some subs in the 70th minute. Uh, McTominay on for Veghorst. Veghorst uh, being subbed off. I think Rashford went down the middle. And Gonacho on for Anthony. Uh, this, this causes, again, Bruno to play on the right-hand side. And I don't like it. Um, I don't think it works, but... Because the substitutions I had in mind, and again, it's fine if 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 Ten Hag makes different substitutions to me. Obviously, he can't read my mind. Um, he probably doesn't even know who I am. But uh, I would have taken Rashford off for Granacho. I would have kept Veghorst on because he seems like somebody who could have got like a poacher sort of goal, which is always useful. I would have taken off Anthony for Palestri, and I would have taken off. Either Bruno or Ericsson, probably Bruno would have taken him off for Fred, I think. Just for those, like, just for that bit more energy in midfield. Um, Fred wasn't great when he was subbed on, but that sort of just energy in the midfield. The problem you've got in this game, when you go 1-0 up, which we were at that particular point. Okay, 1-0 up, Arsenal won, was it Sunday? Yeah, Arsenal won Sunday. Casemiro's one yellow card away from missing the game. You won nil up. You need to sub a couple of players off. But Casemiro is having a very, very good game. Who do you take Casemiro off for? Because if if you take him off for McTominay, you get a big drop off for midfield. If you take him off for Fred, the same thing happens. The only way that you get that to maybe work in like a 50-50 scenario is take off two midfielders including Casemiro and somebody else and bring Fred and McTominay on that that's really unless you do the other thing which is like um switch Martinez with Casemiro take Casemiro off bring Malasia on put Varane and Shaw as centre-backs and then put Malasia at left back and Martinez in midfield or have it as like a bit of a a bit, a bit of like a hybrid sort of back five type thing. Although centre defensive midfielder is technically a midfielder and a defender as well because they are a defensive midfielder. Um, so I was kind of looking at the situation that way. But Rash, Rashford and Anthony were both having poor games. I thought I thought Ericsson was all right, but um, I find Ericsson works better in the midfield with like with Fred and Casemiro because then he's got more like people who can run around around him. Um, so you've got that going on as well. But, uh, yeah, but I, I still would have had to take it off Rashford and take it off Anthony. So, I mean, I think you could still make five subs, so you could have done all of that, I, I suppose, but 
again, there's just that that, that Casemiro question mark is is the risk, right? If you take him off and you take off another player and you do the uh, Fred McTominay, there's a risk there because there's still a big drop off in quality. But you're holding on to this game one nil, and your attackers aren't playing great in Anthony and Rashford. So there, there was a few things to sort out. But then I don't know that I would have started all of those players I just mentioned. Um, so. Yeah, but anyway, what he chose to do was obviously Ganacho on the left, um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, <laughs> Rashford uh, through the middle, uh, Bruno on the right, and then obviously got the midfield of Casemiro, Fred, and McTominay. I think McTominay was playing at the ten, which is I'd rather have him there than in like the central midfield positions. Um, I don't know that I, that I would have taken off Weghorst at all though, because he can get on the end of a cross or something. You know, if you bring on Ganacho. Uh, he can maybe provide him with some service. So And Rashford was having a, a bad game. So there you go. But those are the changes that were made. Um, then they made a few subs. AU was, was subbed on. Jeffrey Schlupp as well. Um, which one of these is for the penalty potential? I think that was the Hughes. Was that the Hughes player? Oh, no, because it wasn't even given as a foul, so it wouldn't have been a yellow card. Yeah, I think we should have definitely had that penalty with with McTominay. Because if you look at that scenario, what's McTominay supposed to do? Um, there's enough contact. He doesn't get the ball. Uh, McTominay does. So, I don't understand how that's not a penalty. And it was like the quickest VAR check you've ever seen. So, yeah. Uh, then Casemiro got booked because um, Bruno mucked up. Uh, because he kept doing that in this game. Um, again, you got you. I suppose you pose the question of like, did Casemiro need to do that? Would I think it was Zaha who was on the ball? Would he have gotten through on goal? You know, um, yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Um, are we gonna witness the return of McFred on Sunday? I mean, I don't know what else you do. I don't think that you pick McTominay or Fred. And then Ericsson and Bruno. I don't think that midfield works at all. Um, there's no Donny. Because he's injured. No Garner because we've sold him. No Matic because he doesn't play for us anymore. So I don't know. Um, again, I I, th- I think you got to put Martinez in midfield with like Fred or something. Because um, Martinez can tackle. So I think, I think you pick Martinez with just a, another player who can run around a lot and cause trouble but then somebody who can kind of control the midfield um because Arsenal's midfield I think it's Odegaard Partey and is it Xhaka or something it's a pretty controlled midfield um but it's it's just disappointing so yeah he, he had to take one for the disappointing thing is they scored anyway but of course Casemiro didn't know that they were going to score 10 minutes later uh, then Fred on for Ericsson. That's a sub I would have made a, a little while ago. Not necessarily specifically for Ericsson, but Fred on for somebody and Ericsson off. But not necessarily specifically those two players swapped over. Uh, I think this sub was too late. Um, I think Fred should have been on, been brought on earlier. Although saying that Fred had a bad game when he when he was subbed on. But then again, you don't know that before you bring the player on, do you? So uh, that's I think that's the right sub to make. But I think it was too late. Um, so that was that was unfortunate. Then they brought on some player as well, and then they scored their free kick. Um, look, some shots in football you just can't stop. David Hayer is an excellent, excellent shot stopper, and saved two very, very big shots in this game already. Um, 
it just is what it, I mean, this is a proper, like, you know, left-footed, whipped-in shot, like, bouncing off the crossbar, there's not a lot you can do about these types of shots, um, the wall can't get that, because the wall's nowhere near it, uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, and then we almost scored afterwards, of course, you had the, uh, the ball sort of hit, just, it just hit Casemiro, um, and then Garnacho had a shot right at the end that went straight at the keeper. Wouldn't that have been beautiful if that like curled in the top corner? That would have been such a great moment. But see, for me, right, it says here they scored in the 91st minute, which I think is accurate. And, you know, heads down, I'm, I'm you know, sad and all that kind of stuff because we've let in a goal. And then we kicked off again. And I looked at the time, I was like, come on, lads, we've still got like two and a bit minutes. Like, that's that's a long time in football. I mean, you only need... How long does it take to score a goal in football from anywhere? 10 seconds? Maybe? You can score a goal very, very quickly in football. Um, and I was like, come on, we got, we got to, like, just... No matter what, you just got to fight and just got to move the ball up the pitch. And there was some good fight from the team after that. We didn't sort of just drop off and start knocking the ball around to, to nobody. Um, but just... Uh, didn't quite manage to make it happen. Didn't quite manage to make it happen, which is uh, really, really unfortunate. Um, again, we're still unbeaten in, what was it, 9, 10 games now or something, which is really, really good. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, it's annoying. It's very, very annoying. But that's the end of the game. We move on. There's nothing we can do now. We move on. Should we have had a penalty? Should we have scored another goal? Full-time whistle's blown, I'm afraid. Uh, well, it blew 20 minutes ago, so... It is what it is. Um, I'm annoyed. I'm sure many Man United fans tonight are annoyed. Um, and a draw like this feels like it. Like sitting here right now talking, it feels like we've lost. It feels like we've lost this game, but we haven't. We drew. But it's one of them defeats that really feels. It, it's not one of them draws that you go, okay, yeah, we 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 got a good point there. Uh, this is one where it's like, ah, oh, damn, we really should have got three points from this. Like it's two points that we miss out on. Um, so there we go. Anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and then I'll, uh, I do have a man of the match in mind. Probably quite obvious given what I did a minute ago. I was torn between two players. I'll talk about all of it in a minute. Take a break. We'll come back and we'll do player ratings. See you in a second. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review 
of your choice. So if you, if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, let's move on into player ratings. Uh, my app has decided to load something for some reason. There we go. Um, my man of the match with the 10 out of 10 game saving tackle is Wan Bissaka. Not giving him a man of the match for a while. Obviously, he didn't play for, for a good portion of time because uh, the low was just constantly playing. But he's, I, I, I wouldn't even say he's back to his best. He's better than what we've had before. He is. Like this, this, this version of Wan Bissaka that we've had for what, four or five games now. Is a better player than the than the than the good version that we had before. So this is the best that we've had out of Wambasaka at Man United. I don't, I don't know how good he was at Palace because I, I don't watch Palace. Um, playing against his old team as well, uh, which is uh, might be a bit intimidating, but still. Um, but no, Wambasaka, you've clearly worked on something. Credit to Ten Hag as well, who's probably helped him. I, I would imagine so. Um, I mean, look, about a month or so ago. Most Man United fans would have said, "Yeah, get rid of Wan Bissaka, replace him." I don't feel the need for that. I I don't think that needs to happen. Um, the interesting thing is going to be now is how does the low respond to this? But again, there's a lot of games in football, so both of you can you know be rotated, which is the whole point of it. Um, as long as he keeps this up, Wan Bissaka, as long as he doesn't start doing silly things and start you know dropping his form. Um, but no, I I think he's I think he's earned his place back in the team. I I, I definitely do. Uh, I mean, don't forget, a few games ago, you know, when Delo was not available, he was playing like you know Lindelof at right back or whoever at right back, maybe Varane at certain points, and Wambasaka was just like on the bench. Um, but he's clearly worked with him. He's trained with him again, and um, yeah, he's. Uh, Good, good on you, Wambasaka. This is what this is what you needed to do, what you should have done, and at least so far you've you've done it. So uh, good stuff. Uh, let's go back to the front, which is David De Gea. Um, I still want to give him a nine. I mean, should he have saved the free kick? It was quite an incredible shot. I mean, I've seen some of the best goalkeepers in the world let in good shots like this. You know, you you name any goalkeeper, they've probably let in one or two of these. Uh, you know, from the free kick. Um, but no, he still made two really important saves. Heck, if he doesn't make one of them saves, maybe we lose this game. Same thing with Wampasaka. If he doesn't make that incredible tackle on Zaha, maybe we lose this game. So uh, credit to both of them, but I'll give him a nine. He did let in a goal, so I'll knock his score down a little bit. Uh, Varane and Martinez, I thought both had very, very solid games. Uh, the goal doesn't happen because of them. You know, it doesn't it doesn't happen because of a defensive issue. Uh Martinez soldiering on through his uh nasty injury was was great as well, so I'm gonna give both of them a ten, I think, as well. Uh Luke Shaw I thought was was really, really good. Uh, def- like defensively today I thought we were really, really sound, so that's why I'm giving such high scores here. Uh Luke Shaw, I don't remember him having too much trouble in the game. Um maybe give him like a nine or a ten. Uh, I think I'll go with a nine. Um he tried to score at one point. He almost got an assist from uh, off of Weghorst, uh, which was which was really good. So, yeah, good game from Shaw as well. Uh, Casemiro, um, I, w- I was torn between, okay, who am I going to give a man a match to, him or Wamba Saka? But with the yellow card, 
which okay did he need to do it did he not i i don't know uh it's a 50 50 kind of situation um but he should have scored at the end the ball does hit him uh i'm sure he'll be be gutted about that so i i'll i still think he had a phenomenal game casemiro but i think i've got to knock him down from a 10 to a 9 because of a couple of mistakes ericsson i thought was good in this game obviously gets the assist from uh for uh bruno's goal uh, so I'll, I'll give him an 8. I thought it was just above average. Um, did make a few mistakes in the game. I think it wasn't quite as good as like everybody else I've mentioned so far. So I'll give him an 8. Anthony, um, I think I'll give him a 5. Uh, I thought he was below average. I I can't work out what's like... And again, he's a very, very new player. Has he adjusted to the Premier League yet? It, it, you know, he's still very, very new to this team. Who is who is the good you know fullback option for him to play next to? Is it Wambasaka? Is it the low? I'm not sure yet, um, but he seems to be a bit nervous to take people on. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, is there a confidence issue there? Is there something else going on? He's got the pace. He's got like he's got the ability to 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 play really well because we've seen him do it. But uh, I don't think he was very good today. I'll give him a five. Bruno. Um, I'm going to give him a 2. I think that's generous. Uh, gave the ball away more times than you can count on two hands. Probably twice over. Uh, did score the goal, which gave us the draw, which was which was very, very good. So that's why I'm giving him a 2 and not a 0. I just... Uh, and I, I, don't, I don't think any of what I've just said is because he got shifted to the right side. This Most of that was happening before then. Um, but I don't know. Like He just... There'll, there'll be points in the game where, obviously, it depends on, like, where the camera is and stuff. Obviously, I, I can only see what the what the TV's showing me, right? He'll do this sort of, like, you know, in a play, you know, in, for him, it would be his left arm. You know when he's, like, winding up his left arm and he's, he's going to do a really big kick? Almost every single time, unless, obviously, it's shown on screen that there's a really obvious pass. I'm like, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. And then I just see the ball just loop into the air, and most of the time we 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 lose it. Um, I don't know what Ten Argus said to him about doing that because we knew in the Ollie era of all of that that uh, it it was it was a risk reward thing with with Bruno. But I actually think he's gotten worse at that. He's become a little bit less frequent with it, but he's gotten worse with like. His consistency of successful pass, so it's it's really frustrating to see. Rashford, um, who had a worse game? Was it Rashford or was it Bruno? Because those were our worst two players today. Who had a worse game? I mean, I suppose Rashford did because he didn't score and Bruno did. So I I'll give Rashford a a one. Um, he just couldn't seem to control the ball, and we we've seen the, um not confident version of Rashford like we we saw that for a good chunk last season that wasn't the same performance as those this was like Rashford was trying today it's almost like he was trying too hard you know like the the confidence was there the ability kind of was but the control wasn't he just couldn't seem to control the ball today and his decision making was off he was like you know shooting when he should be passing passing when he should be do shooting and you know Stopping when he should be going and all this kind of stuff. And look, I, lo- I love Rashford. You know, e- e- every good player has has, has an off game. Um, 
And again, it wasn't even particularly sort of like, oh, he's got the ball and he's not doing anything with it. Like, he was doing things with the ball. It, like, he, he was doing a lot of things with the ball, but none of the, none of it was working. And it was really frustrating to see. Really, really frustrating. And it was probably frustrating for him as well. So, uh, hopefully he can come back to full strength on uh, Sunday. Because I, I would play him on Sunday. Um, yeah, but... Uh, I mean, at, at that moment in Rashford's current form, you don't drop him. Right, like this. This was an off game, but still. So, and I suppose you still have to ask, like, okay, is is he carrying any percentage of injury from uh from from Saturday? Because if he is, even if it's one percent, that's still an injury that he's carrying with him, and it is still something holding him back. So, uh, Veghorst again, first appearance. Um, I don't have a ton to say about him. His hold up play was pretty decent. Obviously, he's a player that we can get the ball to for for headers, which is which is good, which we've not had for. Well, since I'll say since Ronaldo, since last season's Ronaldo, not this season's Ronaldo, but last season's Ronaldo. Um, so for let's just say a few months, give or take. Um, so he's good for that option. Um, but again, I, I I wasn't like expecting major things because I also don't even know much about him. So uh, I I just know that he's a big, tall striker, and he plays for Burnley and got loaned to Besiktas. Or is it the other way? Around? No, it must be that way around. Yeah. So um, we'll see if he plays on uh, on Sunday. Um, that's it for the uh, starting eleven. Let's just read out to who was on the bench. We've got Langer, Fred, Garnacho, Heaton, Lindelof, Maguire, Malasia, McTominay, Palestri. Not a lot there, is there? Who 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 are the good players on that list? Garnacho. <laughs> I'm looking through this list, and I'm like, okay, can I say Malassi is good? He, he can be good. Is Maguire good? No. Is Lindelof good? No. Uh, is Heaton good? I don't know how to answer that question. Is Fred good? What day of the week is it? Is Alanga good? What day of the week is it? Uh, is Palestri good? Not barely seen him play. Um, like that's a that's a. Uh... It's a bench with big, big with 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 big question marks on it. Uh, I I I was looking at the bench before we started, and I was like, oh, there there isn't a lot of option here. Um, again, you look at the Casemiro situation, and then you look at the bench, and you go, what do you do? Because uh, McTominay is mistake prone, so is Fred, so is Maguire. So what do you, what, what what do you what do you do? Because whether you're moving Casemiro out for a midfielder or shifting Martinez to his position, you're moving Casemiro out for a defender. So your options are Fred McTominay, uh, Maguire Lindelof. So what do you do? You you very quickly buy Garner back from, from Everton <coughs> or something. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I don't think it was the smartest thing for us to go into the season like so reliant on Casemiro. But then the other option's supposed to be because the the actual backup option to Casemiro is supposed to be McTominay, isn't it? It's not Fred. It's supposed to be McTominay, but he's not a defensive midfielder. Fred is more of a defensive midfielder than McTominay is, but Fred's still not a defensive midfielder, which is why Oli played them both. But then that takes up two slots in the t- in the team selection instead of one. So yeah, uh, what do you do on Sunday? I 
Like what? What? Okay. What do you actually do on Sunday? You've got no Casemiro on Sunday. Big big game against Arsenal. I think I would go with Wambasaka, Varane, Shaw, Malasia, and Martinez. I, I I don't know, like, like would I, would I start McTominay or Fred against Arsenal? No. Would I start Maguire against Arsenal? No. Would I start Lindelof? No. Uh, who else do we have? Nobody. Um, I mean, we've got we've got loads of goalkeepers. <laughs> we've got loads of goalkeepers. We've got Jack Butland. We've got uh, Heaton, and we've got De Gea. But you can't use them, uh, so and you, that's like because Arsenal's midfield is pretty good. Like from what I understand, Odegaard and Partey are really quite good. You've got to match them in midfield, but I don't know how you do that without Casemiro. Um, and I just don't trust playing McTominay and Fred. I I just can't trust that because they've just let us down too many times. Um. The, the the other the other problem you might end up with there is okay. Let's say your midfield three is McTominay, Fred, and Bruno. You've got Bruno giving the ball away constantly, and McTominay and Fred who can't pass. <laughs> so like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm glad I'm not actually in Ten Hag's position because uh, I I think you have to play Martinez with Shaw and Varane. I think that's your best option. Um, at least Martinez can tackle and pass. Like, uh, and he can, he, can, he can win the ball back, but you kind of have to play him with Fred. Um, and you've got to just hope that Fred doesn't pull a 0 out of 10. Because he's either going to pull a 0 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. So, yeah. Um, anyway, that's all of that for, for this game. Oh, just to read out uh, the missing players list. It says Butland loan agreement, because uh, he was from Palace, wasn't he? Uh, Delo with a thigh injury, Martial with an injury, Sancho lacking match fitness, and I'm sick of saying this, Twanze be lacking match fitness because it's been on here for like a year, and Van der Beek with a knee injury. Um, that's the thing, even if Van der Beek was available, he's a good option for midfield, but he doesn't cover our defensive issues because Van der Beek's not a defensive midfielder. Um, I was thinking about our midfield the other day, actually. I think this was in between the City game and this one. Um, I do think in order to get the best out of Van der Beek, he's got to kind of play where Bruno is playing. But then Bruno, you you, you don't drop him. Um, I know I said before that our best midfield is probably Casemiro, Eriksen and, and Donny, but not for every single team. That's just a standard choice. Um, I don't think that Casemiro... I mean, would Casemiro, Donny and Bruno work? Uh, I don't know. I think you've got to have like a, a, a workhorse type player in there, which is where De Jong would have been great. But that that's kind of the Fred role. Because the reason Casemiro and Fred kind of works with a Donny or a Bruno next to them is Casemiro can be the one that controls the midfield and Fred's the one that can run around and be tenacious and cause problems. And then, you know, you use him to win the ball back and Casemiro to do some passing and then you play it forward your attacking players. Uh, that's not to say Don. That's not to say Donny can't tackle and Bruno can't tackle and Eriksen can't tackle. But those are the the attacking midfielders. So at least the way that's that's the way I look at it. So anyway, uh, so for this game, very very disappointing. One one draw. Um, let's see. Let's see where this puts us in the table because I haven't actually looked at that at all. So uh, top of the table, Arsenal 
Uh, first with 18 games played, 47 points. Man City, 18 games they played tomorrow. I think it's against Tottenham. 39 points. Us, on, uh, we're third. 19 games played, uh, 39 points. So City are on the same points as us, but they've got um, a game in hand, which is, the, which is the game tomorrow. And Arsenal... Arsenal have a game in hand, don't they? Because they don't... Do they play midweek? They might play tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Let me actually... Uh, take a look at that because their next game obviously is either that or us uh no man city tottenham is thursday uh there's no games on friday so yeah arsenal have got a game in hand at the moment uh because there's no other um they didn't play yesterday did they no that was fa cup uh go back to today no premier league Oh, what happened in the FA Cup? Oh, Leeds won 5-2 against Cardiff. Not relevant, but there you go. This is the news for you. Uh, so we level on points with City, which is very good. But they've got a game in hand. So we really need uh, Tottenham to do something tomorrow. Chelsea couldn't. Uh, but we really need Tottenham to do... Uh, like a draw would be a great result tomorrow. That would be their only one point in front of us. Level on games. Uh, Newcastle level on games with us, but we are one point ahead of them. And that is the top four. And then a bit of a drop-off with Tottenham. 33 points. Fulham are sixth. Um, I find this Premier League season fascinating. Uh, Liverpool ninth. They can stay where they are. <laughs> so, anyway, that's enough for me from today. For today, I'll be back on Sunday for the next game. Of course, Gaming Talk is back as well on Saturday, so look out for that podcast. Uh, but in the meantime, if you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments of your own, uh, what did you think of today's game and the performance and the goals and all that type of stuff? Uh, what do you think of uh, Verkost? Do you know much about him? Um, I mean, it's not like, like just because I do these podcasts, it doesn't mean I'm going to specifically do research on a new player. What what these players have got to do is that, okay, I don't know much about you. You come into the team and show me what you can do, rather than like me watching you know, an hour's worth of highlights. I, I, I could do that. But I don't feel like it's a like a requirement. Um, the the objective of that is like okay, new player that I don't know much about. I've heard of him before, but no, you come into this team and you you show us fans and the manager what you can do, and then we can make a judgment from there. Because uh, that's the thing as well. If I, if I go and watch a bunch of him playing like for Besiktas, they probably play a different way to us as well so he might not even function in the same way anyway uh, matthew and entertainment talk.org twitter e-talk uk is contact page information in the show notes email box on the website version of the episode clickable email name in the show notes as well and in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainment talk.org tv games films may not a podcast take a look out for what we do on there uh, you can also support us by telling other people about what we do and where they can find us Either by word of mouth or social media. Uh, so do that as well if you'd like to. Um, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for your free podcast or free options. Uh, check out that as well if you can. TV and film news. Uh, please check out Geek Town Radio from yesterday. That's Tuesday the 17th of this week. Which is for the Tuesday. Uh, look out for Geek Town Radio. That is for TV and film news. Renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates and Geek Town Radio. Which gets posted on Tuesdays usually. So look out for that. Uh, Bex is still streaming uh, very regularly over on Twitch. Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Of course on Twitch and different platforms as well. For classic retro and game chat streams and all that sort of thing. Uh, me over on Twitch at eTalk UK and YouTube is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening. We go again on Sunday. Disappointing, but we move on. And uh, we uh, Arsenal 
on Sunday. And then Nottingham Forest. Uh, we have a chance to win the trophy. Uh, it's in our hands. All we have to do, all we have to do, is win three games of football. Actually, we don't even need to win three games of football. We can draw one of them games and win the other one, and then win the final. It's not as easy as that, but it technically is. So, yeah, uh, don't muck it up. Anyway, Sunday first, and then Wednesday against Nottingham Forest. So, uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.